The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Hey, and welcome to the Beauty is Found Within podcast, hosted by the beautiful Pippa Leslie. Pippa will be speaking about hers, other spiritual stories, perspectives, and journeys, so we can in turn find the right match of resonance that speaks to our heart and souls. Each week she will be sharing topics around spirituality, manifestation, mindset, self-love, and personal growth, as well as personal interviews with our fellow soul family and friends. Hey guys, welcome back to the Beauty is Found Within podcast. I am super excited today to have a really good friend of mine, Kim Meller. She is a lifestyle entrepreneur and I'm so excited to have her on the interview today. Hi, Kim. Hello, Pippa. How are you, gorgeous? I'm really well. How are you? I am all the better for speaking to you. Yes, I've just got like a beaming smile on my face because I'm like talking to you. (laughs) I know, I feel like I've not seen you for ages, but I feel like I do because you're always showing up, doing your thing, serving the world and just being you. So thank you for that. Thank you to you too. So tell my beautiful listeners a bit about you and your background story. Wow, where do I start? My goodness. So yeah, I suppose I've always been someone that has never really known what they wanted to do per se. I always knew that that I wanted to feel free and have fun, but I didn't know what I wanted to do in terms of a job or a title. And so I suppose I've always been a little bit lost through life and stumbled across modeling when I was like 14, 15, um, was modeling alongside college and university, followed the normal route of, okay, let's go to university because that's what most people do, right? That's what you do when you finish college. (laughs) And then I studied sports and exercise science because I was really into sport. I was a swimmer, swam for the nationals, swam seven days a week, up at five, swam after school. So I thought, right, I'll do sport and exercise science. And I was like, oh, this this is just not for me. Like, I don't even know what I wanted to do. I didn't know what I wanted to be. And so it just felt just very not aligned. And I just felt myself just, just wanting to be free. So after university, I carried on modeling up until like, probably until only a couple of years ago, I I probably parted it to one side to focus on my purpose because I just didn't know what I wanted to do. So I just thought modeling is easy. I'm in control or I thought I was in control, but I was not (laughs) because when you're Mm self-employed, you, you, you are in the hands of someone else, you know? So my, bread and butter and my income was dependent on whether someone liked my face, thought I was good enough, thought I was thin enough. And the modeling experience just really, really, it shaped me into who I am today because of the person I've had to become to get through it and get past it because it's a, it's a dog eat dog world. You know, yeah. always being judged on what you look like. And my whole life has been based on external validation so only up until recently have I really tuned into who is Kim Mella, what is her purpose, and to feel worthy enough of actually being me. And it might sound crazy to everyone who's listening who thinks, well, if you're a model, you know, you've got it all. But actually you lose yourself because the external is so deceptive and happiness is not outside of ourselves, right? And I'm sure your listeners are going through a similar yeah. transition of, finding your podcast and realizing the beauty is within. And so many of us have been caught up in this world of 
keeping up with the Joneses and, oh, I'm 35, now I should have a baby and a family and get married. And just breaking free of this societal pressure to conform. And like recently, I found myself thinking, I'm 36 years old, I'm single, should I be having a baby? Should I be buying a house? And I was like, if I say should, uh, that's not what I want to be doing. Because <laughs> should's yeah. things that we do because we think other people are, you know, judging us for where we're at, right? So modeling has really yeah. been the biggest blessing, but also the biggest lesson for me in me looking in to myself and helping me to get where I am today. It's amazing. And I love your story, Kim, because one, you talked about the social norms and, you know, keeping up with the Joneses. You know, my partner, Chris, he's from the States and he is openly admitted, you know, he's a bit older than me. And the States are kind of in that mindset of, you have to keep getting on, you have to keep pushing, striving for greatness, being better than anyone else. You know, it's always about being better, being better, being better. And that I just really just puts me off because it just, it's like you're striving for something that isn't even there. It's like like a glass ceiling, isn't it? It's like, well, I've got to get above him and get a promotion and be at the top of this job. And like with the, I don't, I've never done modeling, but I can imagine it's a bit like that. You want to be look the best. You want to be the slimmest to, you know, get that contract that she would have got. And it's, it, it's kind of like damaging as well because you, the self, it's actually not the self, it's the self-love journey as well, isn't it? To go down a real true self-love journey. Mm. Yeah. And we're not taught about this in school. We're not taught about self-love or relationships or money. It's all about how to get a job, how to get the skills and the qualifications to get a job, work for someone for 40 years and they retire on less money than what you could afford to live on in the first place. <laughs> so I found myself at 28 years old I had everything on the outside. So boyfriend, I had a penthouse apartment in Leeds that I owned. I was a successful model. I had a full wardrobe, full of all the things, but an empty life. Like I just felt myself craving connection, craving more. And I think a lot of it was due to my environment. So I was, you know, I loved going out at the weekend. I was a party girl and you know, a lot of my friends were, were on that kind of scene. And I just found myself just waking up one day, just not feeling nourished to my core. And it's almost like I remembered the future and the future didn't match what I was currently living. And so at 28 years old, that's when I started the business I have today. I have a, an amazing network marketing business and it's something that I never thought I would ever do. But when it came along, it it made me realize that there is more to life and I there is another solution without me having to get a nine to five job. Because I was thinking, right, what if I just get a nine to five job and work my way up in that career? But then I thought, no, my biggest value is freedom. Like I want to be free. I want to travel the world. I want to do what I want and be free to be me. And I couldn't do that within the structure of someone else's corporation or values. So it was it was around 2012 so it's when we went from the Piscean age to the Aquarian age so it's quite an interesting time that that Arbon kind of found me because that's when I started to awaken and so as soon as I had the vehicle to be able to create more choices and to be a part of an environment that encouraged growth that's when I started to read and develop so within anything in life if you want to have more you've got to become more and so I was having to read and develop and grow parts of myself that I'd never thought of growing before 
And I think when you work for yourself, it's easy to kind of give yourself an exit door and just go, no one will know if I do that or not. But within within my company and within what I do, like you have to grow in order to become successful. You have to become more and be more to serve more and do more. So you can't really escape it. And that's why I'm a massive advocate for personal growth and personal development, because it's the person that you become, which is the most priceless thing. You know, take away all of the the money, the car, the status and all of that. And I'd be most happy with the person that I've become because you can then go on to build other things and do more things because of who you are. You know, so it's just quite an interesting transition in terms of growth. And I think I had that catalyst of going enough is enough. The reality that I'm in now is so contrasting to what it is that I know I can have. I had to let it go. And I woke up one morning and I was like, this relationship isn't working. I need to, I need to get rid of it. And that's when I really dove, dove deep into my development and started my journey. It's amazing. And I really resonate with everything you say there, because like you said, you take away your title, your weight, your age, you know, all of that. It's who you are to your core that really matters, you know, your heart and your soul and like we said earlier before we started this interview came like you're the same as me you want to help and just spread love and and you know just be that light for people and I think that's what that's the problem is that people are in that rat race and they aren't living their true purpose and one thing I wanted to touch on was about personal growth that it's it's constant you can't just get to a point and think oh I've done all this personal growth and then just stop it's it's going to be like I always say it's going to the till the day I die I'm going to be like reading and watching things and doing studying and you know I love learning and I, like I said I love bettering myself mm. yeah and and that, and that's because that's who you are and you want to serve and you want to help and you're doing this podcast and you you've got you feel like you've got a responsibility now haven't you to your listeners to to become more to help them and it's such a fulfilling feeling isn't it and yeah, I think, it is I think most people try and get to the end of their life and not fail when actually that's where fulfillment is fulfillment comes from growth so it's almost like saying I want to go to the beach and look the best shape ever but I don't want to go to the gym and sweat like it doesn't make <laughs> any sense because how can you build muscles and have a sexy body if you're eating crap and you're not you're not failing your muscles so Uh, I've been in that position many a times in my past (laughs) yeah yeah and so it's just it's like an empty feeling Mm. yeah but you've got to pick your pain do you want to continue having what you've got and that's fine or do you want to have this life of limitlessness and potential that you have to fulfill and I, I really love the world of the word evolve because we're all here to evolve and expand and grow and with that comes comes growth and so I believe if you're avoiding personal development you're avoiding becoming the best version of yourself you're avoiding looking back on your life and going wow look at the lives that I impacted because you don't have to be a public speaker but you could be you could say one thing to a child or you could be a teacher in a classroom and you could say one nugget to those children and that will impact the whole of their life. Do you want to get to the end of your life and think, do you know what? I did okay. I scraped by, I just hid under the radar, I just did what everyone told me to do. Or do you want to think, oh, do you know what? I said yes to opportunities. I did things that scared me. I'm so proud of the person that I've become. Yes, I've failed. Yes, I have faced challenges and obstacles. But look at who I've become and overcoming them. 
you know yes you you just said something then it just it just sparked the meditation that I had last week and when I've been meditating I've just been really channeling and just writing things down as soon as I come out of the the meditation and one of the messages I got was if you're not living your true purpose and dharma you're actually interrupting your own evolution that was kind of just the one the one line and I was like just exactly what you said when you're not living in your true alignment your true purpose you know we all have a dharma in this lifetime and it's you know my partner Chris he is you know, he's into conservation, wants to help the animals and nature and similar to me. And he says, you know, every single, everything, every living thing on this planet has a dharma. And if you take away, say, for example, a certain species, you're interrupting the life of other species. As in, you know, if, if one species gets wiped out, that could be their food or that could be, you know, what they eat starts to be overrun. So it's the same concept with us humans. If we're not living in our in our true purpose, we may have missed opportunities of helping others, of those opportunities that come knocking every every day or every week. So you think about what you're actually missing out if you're not living your true purpose. Mm, I love that. Wow. And that's the power of meditating, isn't it? Yeah. And growth is just the most nourishing thing. Um, And so I think development comes in different stages. Well, it, ha- it definitely has done for me. So when I first started my business at 28, I was reading all the personal development books and like Tony Robbins and all the business stuff. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like strive, strive, masculine, masculine, masculine. I got to the point where I was really successful in my business, had all the things that I was, you know, striving for. My my team name that I was even considering calling them was Strive Nation. And looking back on it now, I was like, oh, what a word. I'm like, oh, I'm so anti-striving now. I'm healthy striving, but it's like, yeah, let's go. Like, we've got something to prove. And I could see it now. Like, I was behind that striving was the need to prove myself. Because going from being a model and being ex- judged on the external to starting a business that doesn't matter what you look like, it's it's the work you put in, it's who you become. I found myself probably doing more to prove myself because I couldn't rely on my looks. And so once I got to the point where I had all the things that I wanted, I was like, this still isn't enough. And then I had another awakening. And I was like, right, okay, so I've got the car, got the money, got this, got that, but there's still something missing. And then I had a series of life events happen, which completely transformed so many things for me. I had... um, one of my agencies email in with a photo of me from a photo shoot. It was like a fitness shoot. It was in December. I had a crop top on and some shorts and they circled my body eight times in red pen and said, you're fat here, you're fat here, you're fat here, you're fat here. The client's not paying. And I was like, what? And I was like, it's not what you want to read in here. I was like, how can someone say that to me? But also, I knew it was a fork in the road. I was like, this is this is going to be the making of you. Are you going to let someone define the way that you feel about yourself or are you going to take control of that? And so that's when I kind of fell out of modeling and I was like, nah, this isn't for me. I'm not doing it anymore. And I really got clear on who I am, what my purpose is. And then my next level of development came. So then it was more spiritual and I started to meditate and I, I had never even read a book or meditated seven years ago before I started my business. So 
if anyone's looking at me and you thinking, oh my God, those girls are so far ahead. It's like we were once lost souls too, right? Yeah. We were once lost. We did, once didn't know what we wanted to do. And I didn't know what my purpose was. I thought my purpose was shopping and I didn't even, I didn't even know like <laughs> a purpose existed. I was like, what you know about purpose? You, you We will. I thought people were like, like, tr- yeah. like tree huggers that talked about purpose. <laughs> I had a laugh. Yeah. I did a podcast the other day and, and I was like, it's really funny actually because I actually went out to especially hug a tree the other day just because I wanted to say oh, thank every you day with Chris. I know it's crazy yeah. it's like the, th- the things you you got bullied about or you know you would you know try and put this brave face on because you didn't want to you know you wanted to get in with the crowd now I'm like yeah I am a tree hugger and I'm a proud tree hugger <laughs> exactly yeah so it's that whole, whole thing of you know at one point people laugh at you and then they join you so yeah, if anyone's wondering, like, how do you start this personal development journey? Just start. Just start reading 10 pages of a book. Like, what book catches your eye? What book catches your soul? Um, I don't know what it was for you, Pip, but one of my transformational books with spirituality was Light as a New Black by Rebecca Campbell. don't know yeah. if you've read that one. I have. Yeah, of course you have. Yeah. Mine was The Alchemist. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think it was because... I was looking to get out of a relationship as well. And I think the alchemist came to push me down that path of, you know, yeah, you have to work. So have you read the alchemist? I have read it years ago. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's the whole, the whole concept of, you know, that dream, you know, it cuts right in front of you, but you have to go through the whole process to grow in order to actually, you know, be grateful of when you have it. Mm. So for me, it was just, it was just one of those kind of big pushes. I was like, this is, you know, I can have whatever I want and my dream is big as I need to. And, you know, I've had several awakenings since then, but yeah, certain books kind of really, really pushed me down a path, certain, you know, inspirational leaders and, yeah like even now I'm you know I'm listening to so many new people and one of my biggest biggest inspirational leaders that I've, I just adore him is Wayne Dyer mm-hmm. and you know I I just I just literally I've got about 15 of his books <laughs> I'm just always dabbling each one I just love him so much mm. yeah and this is the thing is most people are addicted to this instant success aren't they it's like I just want to change overnight I just want to have this overnight and it's, uh, it's every overnight success takes 10 years. Like you can't build an empire overnight. And so you've got to put the work in and, and do it consistently. So, yeah, I mean, seven or eight years into my personal development journey now. And it's like the more I learn, the more I want to learn. It's like this rabbit hole. <laughs> and it's yeah. definitely it's definitely more spiritual development now very much more along the lines of like aligning and manifesting and magnetizing rather than striving. Um, I, I, I still work hard. Like I'm, I am a hard worker, but from more of a space of aligned action, having fun and attracting. So doing less by becoming more is like one of my mottos. Yeah. And I think that feminine energy of like standing in your power and just, you know, we are creators um, and so that's been a real shift for me to go from the masculine energy to like the feminine energy, that that shift between needing to like prove myself to knowing that I'm enough and knowing that actually yeah. I'm a woman and I have a womb. Like mm. I have the portal for life. 
in exactly. my body. It's, it, <laughs> it's, um, it's just amazing. Like when I do womb breathing, I'm just like, in, like, you know, tears rolling down my face because I'm like, I am a master creator of my own destiny, but I'm a creator of life. Like I can grow a baby in my tummy. It's just like when you actually sit and think about how, how incredible, how incredible your body is. I, I just sit there in awe. I'm telling my body that I just love it to, to pieces because it's just working consistently every single day. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it's bonkers. And so, you know, if, I presume your listeners will, you know, listen to your podcast because they want to grow as well. And just understand that with growth can come frustration, anger, sadness, grief. You can feel out of place. You can feel like you're losing your friends. You can feel like you're, you're, you're going the in the path less traveled and you might have to leave some friends behind and that's okay. You know, a massive yeah. part of growth is the people that you hang around with. Like it's so true yeah. when they say you become the average of the five people you hang around with. It is so key. So for everyone who's listening, just think about who are the five people that I do hang around with the most. Maybe four of them are your children. One is your husband. So you're surrounded by Peppa Big and, you know, I don't know what else <laughs> you do with your husband. But just think about like, what do I want for my life? Like, what do I want to look back on and go, this is who I become and seek out those people and find that environment. You know, luckily with with my business and what I do, it's it's second nature that there's a, a humongous community of people that have dreams, have desires. So all of my conversations are about vision and dreams and goals. And I just think if I didn't have that, I wouldn't be in as good of environment to grow. And I, I love this analogy that says you can be a really good seed, but plant yourself in a rock and you won't grow. Take an average yeah. seed who's got a lot of nurturing, a lot of growing to do and put it in really good fertilized soil and look after it and it will blossom. Yes. So you can be the smartest person in the room, but if you're in the wrong room, you won't grow. It's, it's I, I totally resonate with that because since I've become on my journey, the friends have fallen away and, and it's okay. It's having a knowing and a faith and realizing that, you know, from a spiritual perspective, that all those people who have been in your life, who are already in your life, are there for a purpose. They're there to teach you something. They're there to, you know, be there for you, support you. You know, they could just be there just to see you grow for a little bit and then they, they you part ways. But it's knowing that, just saying thank you to that. You know, I was in a, you know, a couple of years ago, I'd be, I'd be in that mindset of, oh, did I do something wrong? What's happening? Why are they not texting me back? You know, I'd be constantly triggered about it. And now I'm I'm in just a such a strong mindset that I just know that maybe the contract's finished, maybe it's time that we part, maybe that that person has something going on, maybe I need to do some more inner work. You know, it's always like you said, it's that striving, but in a healthy way of this person may be able to teach me something. You know, if I'm being triggered by someone, it's something that I need to heal within me. And you put all those people there exactly orchestrated because you are the creator of your own life mm, I love that yeah that is so so true yeah there's another saying as well that says if you look at a conductor of an orchestra sometimes he has to turn his back on the crowd in order to guide mm. the orchestra so that I think I is that. just a really really clear analogy of that and yeah I think if anyone's struggling with that just self-love 
massively. I love everyone. I love all of my friends. And the saying that says, you know, some people are in your life for a reason, a season or a lifetime is really true. And just to know that when you come back to your core values and if you know what they are and you're honoring yourself and you're saying yes to yourself, then what anyone else thinks of you is none of your business. But there's a part of us that just wants to please people and they want everyone to like us. But again, do you want to be liked or do you want to be remembered? Yeah, I am definitely a recovering people pleaser for sure. I just, uh, you know, I still like to please people, but on my terms, you know, as long as I'm pouring from that that full cup, not from a half empty cup or just, you know, a cup that has a few drips left in it. You know, it's really important to know that, you know, it's not selfish. That's one thing that I, I love you for like self-love Kim. That was you kind of the, one of the women who I really followed at the beginning of my journey, like two years ago when I was deepening my self-love for myself and, you know, watching you and Gina and, and how much love you have for yourself, you know, especially coming out of the modeling careers and things. And anyone listening who is struggling with the self-love journey is just start somewhere small, you know, really look at something that you really love about yourself. You know, it could just be something that you love how you're a mother or you love how you're an amazing daughter or son, you know, really start. And there's there's so many amazing things about you, but it is just about starting small. It's that whole quote, you know, the, the journey of a thousand miles starts with that single step. And it's just about taking that single smaller step. Mm, that's it. And, you know, you wouldn't, Look, if you look at a whole staircase, you go, oh my God, how am I going to climb those stairs? You've just got to put one foot in front of the other and not compare yourself to someone's chapter 100. You know, you don't yeah. look at us and think, oh my gosh, you know, they're they're amazing and I can never be like them. It's like, oh no, like we're just normal people. We're just ordinary girls who decided to go for it. We're, yeah. we're women who chose courage over comfort we realized that we had that voice within us that was so loud, we couldn't ignore it. And so there's a few signs that I think you might start to hear or feel if if you feel like you're having some kind of awakening. And you might start to feel like life around you is just becoming a, a bit false and not real. And you feel like you're in this matrix and you feel like you want to escape. You might really want to find a purpose and a meaning. Um, and that's certainly where I was. I didn't realize that I needed a purpose until I found, you know, Arbon. And then as I've been building it, I've realized that actually it's giving me the purpose of helping people, inspiring people and becoming more to be able to give more. And so sometimes we put pressure on themselves like, oh, I need to find my purpose. What's my purpose? And how you find your purpose is just think, well, what is it that I love to do? What would I do and, and wouldn't get paid for it? What do my friends come to me for, for advice with? You know, what does the world need? And there's something within every single one of you that's listening. There's something within you that is unique. There is no other person on the planet like you. And so there can be people talking about meditation and yoga and development, but it's all about that person's story. And this is the transition I've had to go through because I've also got a podcast, the Soul Digger podcast. And I don't know about you, Pippa, but I went through a lot of mind chat when I started it. I, I, I probably delayed it for 18 months because I was like, who yeah, is going to listen to me? <laughs> Who's going to listen to me? It's like, ah, it was crippling. And it's because, I don't know about you, but I was looking up to Gabrielle Bernstein and I was like, well, if I'm not as good as her, like who's going to listen to me? 
But the feedback yeah. that I get from people is, oh my gosh, you're so relatable. You make it seem more possible because you're more real. And so there's people that's going to be five years behind you, even two years behind where you are, that want to know how you've become who you are today. And so you don't need to have it all figured out. You just need to be on the path, living it, showing up, having the courage. And you've all got inspiration within you. And I think it's really important to know that, that you have all got magic within you. And that's why I started it as well, because I realized that the magic is within and we all have it within. And if you want to make quantum shifts in your next phase of growth and impact and abundance, you've got to listen to the callings of your soul. You have to Mm -hmm. address, you have to follow your moral compass and not someone else's. And I think a lot of the time people get stuck in this like trap of having a job and, you know, nothing wrong with having a nine to five job as long as you're in alignment with the values and that's what it is that you want. I personally couldn't imagine knowing exactly Monday to Friday what my life was going to be like for the next 50 years. I just couldn't handle that. But a lot of people are afraid of the uncertainty of taking the leap. And it's that transition between going from security to uncertainty. But then the payoff for me was, was worth it. You know, stepping into the unknown and creating what I wanted to create was, was, was more worth it. So, yeah, I think if there's a little voice within inside any of you that are listening, just listen and sit with yourself and meditate and let that voice become louder and louder and louder really look at your core values. And this is what is, I've only recently got so, so clear on it, that it's really helping me make decisions. And if you feel like you're being pulled from pillar to post, and you don't know what to do, you don't know what decisions to make, it's because you don't know what your core values are. So your core values are like your moral compass of of decisions that you make in your life. And I believe that once you know your core values, it really helps you to create a fulfilled life full of purpose and passion because you're always doing things that you love. So for example, I'm 36, I've got no kids yet. You know, I've not got a mortgage. I can basically work from wherever. But I feel this, this conditioning that, oh, I should get a house and settle down and I should now have children that's what we should do right because I'm I'm not gonna have ovaries forever <laughs> let's face it but then also my core value is freedom yeah so I'm like does that align with actually what I want right now does that serve my soul in the best way it doesn't so then I've made other decisions based on my value and so this is a really big part of growth is understanding your core values so if anyone has never heard of the values factor, um, Dr. Uh, oh, Dr. Martinez, oh, D. Martinez, that's his name. And you can go online and do a 13 question questionnaire to really get clear on what your values are. And your values are the things that you do in your spare time, what you spend your money on, what you value the most, um, and what you want to be re- remembered for. And it's just so, so, so clear when you do them. It's mind blowing. Mm. and I always connect to your your younger self like it's about the magic you know when we're little we see the magic when we're when we're kids and then we lose it over time you know fears kick in limiting beliefs kick in and that is where we get to a, a later stage in our life and we think we're not good enough you know but the one message I wanted to 
I kept hearing to say was there is enough for everyone. One thing that I used to get stuck on a few years ago was, oh, like I am behind, like, oh, I'm behind this inspirational leader or, you know, I'll, I'll never get to that level, like you said before, Kim. But actually I started to affirm there is enough for everyone. The universe is huge and something Chris, he's he's a scientist, uh, you know, he's, he's studied science for a long time and he actually, he actually calls himself a spiritual scientist, which I love. And he does a lot of research around this Hubble field, which is the Hubble telescope. And I don't know if you've seen it, Kim, but it's fascinating. Like, go and have a look at it after this. And it's like they had a telescope up into the atmosphere and they recorded it for, I think it was like 24 hours. And it's the size of a postage stamp. So you think a postage stamp size in this in our sky is wow. so small. And they zoomed in and they showed you all the stars and the galaxies and the universes in that little postage stamp. And I'm like, oh my goodness. Like every single star is a sun. So that will have its own planets. There's Milky Ways in there where they'll have have more planets and more suns and more moons in them. There'll be more planets in the other. It's just, it's mind blowing. And I just think there there is enough for everyone. And you know, if, when you're really worried about what someone said about you or, you know, someone deleting your Facebook or someone's unfollowed you or whatever it is that seems so small, just step outside of a nighttime and just look up and think, my God, like, why am I worrying considering how big the universe is and there is only one of you? Mm. Yeah. One unique person with your DNA and your story. Yeah. Right. And we all have a yeah. story to share. And that's the thing is like really owning like what's happened in your life that you're really proud of that you've overcome and start sharing that with people. Start, start sharing what you've learned and what you're grateful for. And you'll start to step into this power of, Oh, actually that person really took inspiration from that. I want to share that more. You know, the idea of public speaking was, Oh my, literally like people were like, well, surely you'd be good at public speaking if you're a model. Uh -uh. you don't speak in front of a camera you smile in front of a camera so when I started to start public speaking I literally would have I'd be thinking about it for weeks before the event I'd be like literally having palpitations and I decided to go and get hypnotherapy done I did NLP I did so many things to just try and calm me down and what I realized in the end was it was just my negative thoughts saying I wasn't good enough and the fear of what other people would think because this, I get the same feeling now whenever I do a speech on stage or I speak in front of people, I have the same feeling, but I know what's coming and I know how to control it. And my thoughts are now different. I now choose to think positively about myself rather than judging myself. And I think a lot of people are stuck in this fear of like, I'm not good enough. I'm not like them. No, you're not like anyone else. You're you. So like own it yeah. and step into that. and. Mm-hmm. That next phase of growth is becoming you. Like, who are you? Like, who is who is Pippa? Who is Kim? Who are you? Like, who, what are you about? What do you stand for? What's your mission? Uh, what work do you want to do in the world? What's your journey so far? Like, tell me your story. And just know there's real yeah. power in that. You don't need to have a certain amount of money. You don't need to have a car. Like, you don't need to have all this. It's like, tell me who you are. Tell me what you stand for, what you're all about. Tell me the the challenges that you've been through, the depths you've had to go through in your soul and where you are today. 
Yeah, and don't play down your suffering. That's one thing I used to do a lot was I had been through some stuff and I would be like, oh, it's okay, it's okay. You know, I got over it. I'm strong, I'm this, I'm that. And actually I sat with myself a few months ago and I said, this is stuff I went through and I was, you know, I felt guilty and ashamed of it and I just pushed it down to the deepest part of my soul and yet the universe brought it up for me because I had to learn something from it and I played it down, I played it down, I played it down and instead now I owned it and I just said that's part of my growth. Mm. You know, it's part of the challenge I went through, it's part of a suffering that I went through and through that suffering came growth. So there'll be many people listening to this that have been through some really traumatic times in their life and that is why we're having this human experience to to go through those Mm -hmm. levels of grief levels of sadness heartbreak anger but then you know coming out of a better side to the light and to the love and the happiness and the joy that is where you want to get to you know to to grow and turn that pain into power Mm. yeah and what I always say to myself is oh it's all perfect whether it worked out it the way that I wanted to or not, which it never does, it's like it's all perfect. Like, look what I've learned. And I'm a massive fan of experiencing life on all levels so that you're creating contrast. You're collecting contrast so you know what it is that you don't want and what it is that you do want. So, for example, I'm doing the whole dating thing at the moment and I'm trying to get clear on what I want and do I want like this depth and this spirituality do I how do I want them to look how do I want to feel when I'm with them and so I'm I'm just dating at the moment and just seeing what it is that I want and what it is that I don't want I found myself judging people based on what they look like and I was like no because you might meet someone and the connection might be really strong and so you know I might go on a date with someone and then I might have a great connection and have a great physical attraction because of that so if, if, if I'm not creating this contrast and collecting experiences of what I want and what I don't want, how do I know what it is ultimately that I want? So that's like a quite a relevant thing that I'm going through at the moment, which is quite alive for me right now is discovering what I want and, and not being afraid of having those contrasting experiences of, oh, actually, that's what, that's what I don't want. I definitely want a bit of that and I want a bit of that and I want a bit of that and I don't want that. And then bringing it all together for the perfect manifestation. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's so much fun. It's so much fun manifesting your your perfect man. I I certainly had fun manifesting Chris, but it is it you get to choose, and that's one thing I want to kind of finish this interview on is that you're only one thought away or decision from a completely different life, and you have the power to do that. You know, it's you know, and don't put so much pressure on yourself, and just like you said, follow that whisper, follow that calling. And it never leads you astray. Like it always sends you exactly where you need to be because it's the perfect path for you. Yes, exactly. Yeah, totally. Yes. So thanks for joining me, Kim. I really love, I could just chat to you for hours and hours, but um, me too. I hope the listeners enjoyed this episode and I will let you tell them, Kim, where they can find you on social media. Sure. Yeah. So it's K-I-M-M-E-L-L-O-R underscore on Instagram, Kim Mellor on Facebook. And I've also got the Soul Digger podcast on Apple iTunes. So yeah, guys, screenshot this episode. Like what's been your biggest takeaway? Tag me, tag Pippa. Let's spread this message. Let's get this podcast out there for the world to hear. This woman is creating amazing things in the world. And I love the fact that you, you do videos with your Disney ear your Disney ears on and I'm like (laughs) you are flipping unique I've actually got got them on right now (laughs) 
thought you have. It's like it's like my crown. I, I just honestly, I, I'm glad you brought that up because literally, whenever I'm doing a video or a podcast episode, I have to wear my ears, and I'm like, it's it's my crown. It's it's what I'm about. I love it. And I love you for that. It's like you are individual. You're not trying to fit into this norm. It's like you are Pippa Leslie, Disney fanatic, and I'm going to own it. I'm going to own it. Yeah, thanks, Kim. Thank you so much. I love you too. Oh, thank you for having me. And I'll speak to you soon. Thanks, Kim. Take care, guys. And wherever you are in the world, hope you're having a beautiful day. Don't forget to subscribe and share and give me a five-star rating. And again, like Kim said, tag us send us your biggest takeaway and yeah just get this message out and spread the love and the light bye for now guys if you're inspired by the teachings of dr wayne dyer you will love the change your thoughts change your life podcast with nadia Dela cruz you are a spiritual being having a human experience My name is Nadia Dela Cruz, and I started the Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life podcast to explore spiritual topics like manifestation and meditation with guests who share their own stories of insight, awakening, and transformation. Listen now on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.